Welcome to episode 15 of the Making a Mark Wrestling Podcast. This week we move, we continue our trek through women's wrestling and move on to Women of Honor, the women's division of Ring of Honor, one of the premier indie promotions where a lot of modern WWE stars, you know, made their rise in Ring of Honor. They now have a women's division, which is relatively new and its title is even newer. And we watched one of their early title matches, which was Kelly Klein versus Mayu Iwatani from the Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling collaboration G1 Supercard at Madison Square Garden. Laura, your star rating, please. Well, I'm now tempted just because we were joking before we started recording, so I'm just going to give it a straight up zero, but you're like, I don't know, maybe I'll go into the negatives. And now I'm very tempted to go into the negatives, but I don't think I'll go into the negatives because before the end, I was actually going to give it like to two stars because the, the actual wrestling part wasn't terrible. It was like a little bit underwhelming and kind of like felt a little weird pacing wise. But it wasn't the worst. But then the ending happened, and I'm like, nope, there goes everything. This is why we can't have nice things. Like, that is literally my thoughts, as all that bullshit at the end just started happening. I literally have a note about the end that just says, I hate everything about this. Yeah, yeah, like, actually. Like, oh. I literally wrote my notes, like, the stars are plummeting as I watch this. Like, all the merits, all the good from that match, just going, going, gone. Just gone. By the time the hairspray came out, gone straight up gone do you so, yeah, zero some... zero out of five. <laughs> zero out of five do you... do you want some context for this uh card right i don't even think the context is gonna make it any better but sure no no it, no it actually makes it worse so basically oh god this show was historic because historically bad no madison square garden is like regarded as like the mecca of pro wrestling it's the most historic building in all of pro wrestling. Like, so many huge moments in wrestling have happened in Madison Square Garden. It used to be, you know, like, the basically WWE's home. You know what I mean? Um, and WWE have basically been the only company that's run it forever. Like, in, for so long. But New Japan and Ring of Honor decided to collaborate and do a combined card called the G1 Supercard, and they booked Madison Square Garden for it, becoming like the first non-WWE group to like book Madison Square Garden in as long as anyone really cares. And WWE tried to block it. They tried really hard to stop them doing it. Like they tried to convince you know Madison Square Garden not to let them do it, right? Okay. And not only did they book Madison Square Garden, which was historic in itself. They sold it out. Twenty. This was sold thousand out. People. Oh, that makes me so mad. What about how quiet the crowd was the whole time? Well, no, just that uh, this is what sold out. Like, ugh. yeah. And basically, in the aftermath of it, right, the show got mixed reactions, but not in the sense of some people thought it was good, some people thought it was bad. They were like unanimously agreed that. The first half of the show, that was all Ring of Honor, was fucking horrendous. And then the second half of the show, that was all New Japan, was amazing. Gee, shocker. So, like, like the card was just split into two halves. One half that was atrocious and garbage. 
And the second half that was great and amazing. And this is sort of the moment where people... You know, I said Ring of Honor used to be great. Like, back in, like, 2009, 2010, stuff like that, they were, like, incredible. They had some of the best wrestling in the world, right? And this was sort of the moment where people turned on them and realised this isn't the Ring of Honor of old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, this should have been a historic show. It was the first person, like, to sell out Madison Square Garden, not called WWE. Yeah. And they fucking... Made it butchered garbage. Butchered the show. Yeah. <laughs> like, straight up. Straight up. It was so bad. Like, we didn't even finish all the shenanigans at the end because literally even Hanzo's like, all right, let's turn this off. We get the point. Like, we get... I mean, we'd, we'd we finish get, the we get what We get what has degraded to, to this. Yeah. Just, just bad. Just because even, like, the start of the match, I was totally willing. Like, even for a long time, I literally was like, I don't get why Hanzo thought I would hate this so much. Like, this isn't... You know, it's not, like, the best thing we've watched, but it's not bad. Like, whatever. Particularly... I actually really liked Kelly Klein just because she physically, this is the first, like, woman I've seen in wrestling that I could relate to on, like, a physical, like, body image level because she is a weight that is similar to mine. She's not super skinny or super muscular. Like, she has thighs. Her stomach isn't flat. She's like, you look like the real, like, average woman and you are still hot and amazing. Yes. Love it. Here for it. And she's portrayed as been, like really strong and pat you know she's not portrayed as like oh she's a skinny petite woman who does flippy things and mat wrestling no yeah she's like no she's pick a you up and drop you on your fucking head like exactly so like i was so ready to like her and to like this and then just and they do a lot of stuff with kelly klein to make her look legit like they talk about she doesn't actually have an mma background but they talk about how she has an mma background <laughs> and mma training and she comes out with you know a mouth guard in and yep. her intro was like a proper MMA style intro, you know, the camp yeah. behind her, the towel behind her head and stuff. You know, her camp put like gel above her eyes. Yep. The fact she has a camp, which is an MMA thing, you know what I mean? Like, is that like the posse of people that were with her? Is that yeah, what yeah, yeah, okay. yeah? Because you know, in in MMA, you have like a training camp. You know, the people who train you up and stuff, and they always come to yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the octagon with you. Yeah. Um. So they really try make her seem you know legit which you know helps a lot like that sort of character building yeah you know really helps you know what i mean yeah exactly and like this is a very small tiny sidebar and very girly moment but her eyeshadow on point whoever did kelly klein's makeup it looked great loved it also her costuming was pretty cool i liked the top thing she was wearing i was gonna say she'll start going through the notes in order yeah since we're sort of talking about intros anyway. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, because literally at the beginning, if you hadn't, like, if I didn't know what we were watching, like, the production value of the whole thing, but and given now I know it's in Madison Square Garden, like, it looked like I would, the uneducated person would probably look at it and think they were watching a WWE match just based on the lights, like, the music, the walk down to the ring and, like, the lighting and stuff. Like, it looked pretty solid. I was here for it. And again, the minute I saw Kelly, my notes say I like that Kelly looks like a real woman. Um, and then Ma- when Mayu came out, I was like, this is like if Okada changed gender and became a pirate is what I felt like when Mayu Iwatani came out. Because she had the really sparkly coat that kind of threw back to Okada's like gold 
coat but then the the like um the epaulets on the shoulders some of the stuff just made it feel kind of piratey and then like the I, mask uh, was I weird i need to make a mental note right now remind me after this podcast is done to show you a clip of kairi sane because if you think this person looked like a female japanese pirate Wait until you see. Kairi oh Sane. no, I, I see. Yeah, because there there is a wrestler who like her shick is that she's like that a, she's pirate. a pirate. Yeah, yeah. so I, I have and she seen. She comes that. out with a wheel and a spyglass. Yep. Yes, I have seen that. So I know what you're talking about. But this was like the pirate light again. If Okada, if Okada just became a woman and then also took some visual inspiration from a pirate, but I I kind of dug it. Oh, then so there was there was a female commentator at the beginning, and did she commentate? The whole match, I already can't remember. As a thing, yes. And she, she was she was she the dumbass woman who then at the end also was one of the people who just piled into the yes right. Oh, she was the one in the silver outfit, right? Yes. Okay, fucking hell. Even before she joined in the nonsense at the end, I hated her because she we just sort of go, oh, I've got the goosies. I'm like, what is this? Like CBBS? Yep. Like is this a kid show? Can you not say the word goosebumps? Seems like why do you got it? Oh, just sounds it sounds is, so weird and infantilizing. Like what the hell? So a few notes is one talk about production. I agree that the production's great. And one thing I really love about Ring of Honor is is something we said about other promotions already, is this idea of like the crowd is dark, so you can't really see them, and then the ring is spotlighted. It looks great. You know what I mean? I love that setup, you know what I mean? Draws your attention completely to the ring, which is a good thing. Yeah, exactly. So I agree, you know, it looked great, like going in, production value on point. Um, and regarding the commentator, one thing that really bugged me about the fact that they had this woman doing commentary for the match was, one, she wasn't very good. No, she was terrible. And two, she spent the whole match talking up Kelly Klein and how amazing Kelly Klein is and how great Kelly Klein is, then betrayed Kelly Klein. Yeah, like, made zero sense. Worst writing ever. Again, someone go find the My Little Pony writers. I got another job for them. Like, just so stupid and inconsistent. She also just looked dumb, in my opinion. Whoever her stylist was, not a fan. Like, it's like if ABBA. Silver bodysuit. Yeah, if ABBA wanted to become, like, the members of ABBA became a wrestler. And then, like, the the hair, the heels. Nah, nah. Um. And then the beginning was it felt a little weird because I was like, why is Kelly spending so much time talking to her posse? Why are there two handshakes? Why was she the one really like bitchy handshake? Then they had the real handshake later. I'm like, what am I missing that is going on here? Because I feel like I'm confused. Uh, do you want some context? Yes. So Kelly Klein was like a heel and a bad guy, which is why she got some like booze right at the start and stuff. But this was meant to be like her trying to turn into like a face and a good guy. So at the start, Mayu Utani gave her like the you know, bitchy handshake, she's, you know, Kelly's been a dick most of the time. So Kelly was like, look, look, I want to show you that I'm, I want this to be a fair one verse one, so I'm going to send my crew away. Look, look, you know, they're leaving. I want this to be fair. You know, I want this to be a one-on-one fair contest. And then, you know, sort of go for a second handshake then, and she does it really respectfully and stuff. So Mayo was like, all right, fair enough. I'll give you a proper handshake. You know what I mean? Okay. It was all about, like, Kelly Klein, you know, saying, like, look, look, I'm not going to be an arsehole. I want this to be fair. You know, because in the past, she had been an arsehole and not been fair, so. Okay. 
Because at first I was like, I got a bit paranoid. And then what actually happened was way worse. I wrote, this seems super dumb. And I feel like her posse is going to come in and ruin shit later. And I was half right. It just wasn't Kelly Klein's posse that came in and ruined shit. It was other people who came in and ruined shit. Do you see now why they wanted to make Kelly a face, though? Was so that when she got, you know, so then the heels can betray her and... Yeah. Although, like, trying... Like, that would work if there was some time to it, but you can't turn someone face, then immediately have the bad guys beat them up and expect people to care. They've they've been a face for all of a match. And (laughs) and it wasn't even this whole, like, oh, no, betrayal, like, thing that made me mad, because I get, again, at the end of the day, wrestling is still, like, a drama and a storyline, and it's things like this that move the story. It was the way it was all done, but, like, we'll get there as we go through the notes. It was some of the specific, like, actions that happened, rather than the just overall fact that it happened. I also don't like that it happened anyway, but... (laughs) And And again, at first the wrestling started out, and I was, like, kind of excited because it started out again with like the the wrist locks and more submissions like we're not going for big flashy things right away kind of like the more technical stuff which i like but then very quickly again like the wrestling wasn't bad it just to me and correct me if i'm wrong it was like much more obviously choreographed than most wrestling and it just looks like very sloppy like they would slow down and like kind of telegraph their moves right before they did them so it's like, all right, you're giving your opponent time to react. We're also giving the audience time to figure out what you're doing, which One doesn't of the help. One main culprits of this was their striking. Their striking was just, well, mainly Kelly's. Kelly's yeah. strikes were atrocious. There's a bit where she had um, Mayu's leg like trapped and was like punching her knee. And yeah. they were oh, it looked so bad. The worst punches I've ever seen. And then, like, later on, she was doing, like, elbow strikes. And they just looked terrible. But even more than that, right? So, you know, in wrestling, you do things like when you strike someone, you slap your thigh or they slap their thigh to make the loud, like, noises and stuff like that, you know, to make the strikes sound real. But nobody did that. Like, Kelly never did that for any of her strikes at all. So all of her strikes made no sound at all. Which made them feel even more fake than, like, how they looked. You know, it was like they looked and sounded fake. Which, combined together, like, yep. just results in shit. <laughs> yeah, and it every, it looked pretty weak. But even, like, the one specific moment that I found was a great kind of, like, example of what I was talking about. So, there was the, the moment where Kelly was, like, doing the whole the Irish whip thing, like, back and forth, bouncing off the ropes to gain momentum. And then she did it, and then to go into a kick on Mayu. But then she stopped right before the kick. Like, she did the whip, bounce off, ran at her, stopped herself, and then did this kind of weak-looking kick. It's like, what was the whole point of building up the momentum, using the ropes of the arena, and doing this back and forth, if you're then going to literally dig your heels in and stop yourself in the middle of the ring? Like, it just looked really, really odd. And then she had Mayu in, like, a submission, but then just let her go, rather than holding it to try and make Mayu tap out. She just, like, gave up when Maya looked like it hurt. I'm like, well, the whole point is you keep going, dude. What are you doing? I don't understand. There was also a lot of botches in this match. Like, just totally botched moves. You know what I mean by botched, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, fucked up. Uh, yeah. 
Because, like, for, for example, there's a moment where Kelly, like, like, Mayu had her in, like, a hold, and Kelly, like, picked her up from, the like, the floor above her head for, like, a powerbomb attempt. Yep. Which, that's real impressive strength. Good on you, Kelly. That looked awesome. And then Mayu Iwatani reversed it into what's called, like, a poison rana. Mm-hmm. And Kelly totally botched a poison rana. Like, <laughs> Mayu did the move, and then Kelly, like, after she'd finished the move, sort of just, like, jumped and dropped back a bit. And it looked, like, so bad. I just... I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yeah, that's what I mean. It just... It was it was sloppy. It was just very, very sloppy wrestling overall. But again, I still wasn't, like, hating it. I was just like, eh, could be better. So I was... Because I was originally, before the ending, going to give the match maybe, like, a two stars. Because there were some moments that were still kind of cool. Um, like the part where she caught, or where Kelly caught Mayu and Mayu leapt off the top rope towards yeah, her. That was really I was like, cool that's, spot. that's legit. Like, you know, you're catching a human being flying at you, 10 out of 10. <laughs> and like I said, the deadlift before the botch afterwards, you know, the actual deadlift yeah. was impressive. Yeah, for sure. And then, um, again, the, with the pacing, we went from, cause even with the ending nonsense, I feel like that match was a lot shorter than a lot of ones we've watched. It just it just felt like that to me. It was and then, 10 minutes. Yeah, but and it, like a minute in, they're getting the level of like pain exhausted that we see like like Kenny and Coda last week, but it's like they have reason to. They've been going for a long time and they're doing actually horrifically painful shit. <laughs> like, so any anytime that wrestlers get to that state and it doesn't feel like they've earned, like you've done enough to earn that level of fatigue, you know, it just... It doesn't sell it, and it just kind of cheapens everything. I feel Kelly might need to work on her, like, stamina a bit. She did, like, one move and then looked out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, da, 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 da. I, I said, I also liked that there were, when it showed the part where Mayu, like, leapt at Kelly in the apron. I was like, yay for having mats in the apron this time. <laughs> no, we don't need to do this Kenny Coda nonsense of doing things just on just cement floor apron we like protection we like mats yes because <laughs> again mayu then like leaped at her and it looked like some sort of flying squirrel with the way her arms and legs were just like i kind of wanted to add some sort of weird like hissing battle cry as she did it like left that wasn't an, an over like 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 saying we're gonna largely dumpster this match because it was trash but like we gotta give credit where credit's due like you said exactly. there were a lot of awesome moments and this was one of them to dive to the outside it looked awesome yeah Looked good. Looked epic. Um, and then I said, lol, the close-up of Mayu's shocked face when Kelly kicked out was hilarious. I think you might have even heard me in Discord, like, chuckle to myself. The other day, the cameraman just did this close-up, and I just wanted to, like, put the biggest, like, just, nani? Question mark. Like, her eyes got so wide, she just looked so... It's like someone just told her the sky is purple and she looked up and it was and everything was just her whole world was changed it was it was just a really funny facial expression but like not necessarily good funny like kind of silly and took me out of it out of the moment you know and then again the immediate kick out after was pathetic i feel like kelly barely moved and maya just like a lot of the kickouts didn't feel like they actually kicked out it felt like all they did was move and because it was a planned kick out the person let them go 
and they looked really, really weak. Like, if you're gonna, the point of kicking out of the move is you should do something that kind of forces them to move their body in a way you can escape. But if you just, like, kind of do a, a, a like, a Magikarp level flop on the floor, they're not um, exactly gonna let well, you go. Well, the logic behind that spot, right, is that in theory, in wrestling, for a pinned count, you've got to have both your opponent's shoulders on the mat. Yeah. So the idea is you can just kick out by, like, just raising one of your arms to get your shoulder off the mat. And it's normally done in these sort of long, epic matches where someone doesn't have the strength anymore to kick out, but they still won't give up, so they just sort of, like, gently raise their arm a bit. You know what I mean? It's a way... But like you say, why are they doing that in a 10-minute match? You know, a, like, that, and but even when other wrestlers have just, like, raised one arm, there was still, like, a bit more just force and intention behind it, I feel like. Like, it's still, I never have had this problem before where the kickouts looked this half-assed in any match we've watched. But I've seen wrestlers do, like you said, just lift one shoulder off. But they still put enough intent and, like, force behind that. It's like, I'm only lifting my one shoulder, but I'm going to make sure it's off the ground and force you to adjust your body because I've moved and it makes sense, if that if that makes any sense, the way I'm describing it. And then Mayu now throwing a tantrum after her failed dragon suplex, almost Kenny Omega-esque tantrum, because it's like, oh great, you did this like cool move, and you got like the bridge, you look nice. You did it right next to the ropes, so she didn't even have to try. Her foot is on the rope, you put it there. Yeah, was like, it say, was pretty she funny. Even, she didn't even put her foot on the rope. Her she literally landed there. Yeah, her foot just flopped onto the rope. Like, yeah, and Kelly didn't even move. The ref had to like tap my be like, um, um, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, miss. Um, it's, it's, she's, she's technically, like, it felt so, like they were, like everyone was expecting something different to happen. And then they're like, oh, well, screwed that up. <laughs> like. And then again, the the moonsault into nothing also. When she just does the, Mayu does the flip off the top and then just, all Kelly does is move like an inch to the right and then just boom, onto the ground. How do wrestlers do that? Like, how do you backflip off of like a six foot tall height into the air and just land flat on your stomach? Like, how? We've been over this. They're robots. They're not people. (laughs) Because like, I, I can't imagine it hurts that bad right I, I don't imagine it's the worst pain ever but just having the guts to do it in the first place you know what i mean like yeah to get over attempt- that initial yeah even just attempting like a backflip is a terrifying prospect anyway but to intentionally like land just totally flat off of yeah. such a height like what yeah just just a- although this ring seems i said it seems very loud and bouncy like, more than others. Was it... I wonder if it was just, like, a different ring? Did they have their microphones in a different place that just picked up more of the floor? Because I feel like the ring wasn't this loud when, again, we have, like, the New Japan or, like, Kenny... Like, when we have bigger dudes, like, slamming into it. But then, like, Mayu hits it, this 110-pound lightweight, and it seemed to, like, echo. Yeah, that'll just be a difference in how it's set up and stuff, you know what I mean? Okay. All right, fair. And then it's like, oh, look, we finally got a real looking kick out from Mayu. Good job. Someone came to play. And then this is so the finishing move that Kelly got. And I don't know what it's called. So the spinny thing around onto Mayu's neck looked a little rough. I could buy this as a win, but it still just kind of lacked energy and felt slow. And then they showed the slow-mo. And I'm like, nope, don't buy it anymore. This is one of those times where the slow motion did not help. You should have avoided. The slow motion showed exactly because it, 
in fast motion kind of looked like her neck took some impact and that would make total sense she, for why she then she, was tired. She's not meant to almost die from that move, but Kelly nearly botched her own finishing move. How do you nearly botch your own finishing move? Because you need to practice more. But again, the slow-mo then showed that she completely rotates Mayu's body in time. So Mayu's just landing more like flat on like, her back. So her body though. can disperse. It was. But either way, when because it was so fast, when you don't show the slow-mo, I legit thought it was like upper shoulders and neck that she landed on. Which would make total sense to be a finisher. Because like your neck is very sensitive. It's going to fuck you up. But then the slow-mo kind of ruined it. So then I didn't even like enjoy... The finisher, it didn't really feel kind of worth it. And again, I was like, wait, we're over already? All right, that was fast. That and was another thing match. is this idea of like, she did her normal finisher and then picked her up and did a second like spinning version of the finisher, which is like, you know, super variant or whatever. Like, did this match warrant two finishers? You know? <laughs> like, like, because we've seen people do multiple finishes before. Like, Okada will sometimes do, like, two Rainmakers to put an opponent down. But he'll always, like, try just one first and go for a pin. You know what I mean? And then the opponent will kick out and the match will keep going and eventually he'll have to do two. But they're always, like, 40-minute slogs. You know what I mean? Like, whereas this was 10 minutes long. And I don't know if, like, that really warrants two finishes. Exactly. Like, again, just overall, very short, very sloppy wrestling, very odd pacing. Had some moments, some, like, standout moments, like the flying leap off the top rope into the apron and things like that. But even, like, the dragon suplex, which should have been a standout move, was kind of ruined because she didn't even have to try and fight to get out of it because you did it to her next to the ropes. There like, was a German suplex that Kelly Klein did that looked fucking brutal. It was mm. so nasty. Like, it looked like uh, Mayu Utani yeah, landed yeah, yeah. Like, straight I think I on her fucking head. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, so then that was the match. Before we and move then, off the match, uh, and I do then have, the ending happens. I do have two notes. Yeah. Uh, no, three notes on the match before we move off it is one is they tried to do that spot which you know is one of the for the live crowd spots you know where you take it in turns hitting each other and the crowd goes hey when the face hits the heel and then go boo when the heel hits the face they tried to do that spot like trading blows and getting the crowd you know to chant for each blow and the crowd just didn't give a shit like the crowd was so dead for it they couldn't have cared yeah. less. Again, you would not know that this was a sold out 20,000 whatever crowd. No, no, you would Because they just not. didn't give a fuck. And that's the thing. That's where those spots really fucking fall flat. If you've got a hype crowd and the crowd gets right behind it and the proper cheering for each person each time they strike, it can be like a hype moment. But when the crowd doesn't get behind it and you just trade in blows, it's just a bit shit. Yeah, the only crowd moment I even remember was at the beginning, there was one guy who started, I can't remember if he was cheering for or he was booing Kelly, but there was literally like one single guy who tried to start a cheer for Kelly. It's like even at the end when Kelly won, the crowd just didn't even cheer that much and some people even booed her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody cared at all. Yeah, like she's crying. It's supposed to be a occasion. The crowd's like, all right, next 
thank you next yeah (laughs) that was my next note is that like as much as we're shitting on this and i think fairly it does mean a lot to the women involved you know what i mean it clearly means a lot to kelly you know what i mean as much as we shit on it, it matters a lot to her. It means a lot to her. And I think those were probably genuine tears. You know what I mean? I don't think Kelly is a good enough actor to fake crying, from what I've seen of Kelly. Fair assessment. I'd say that. But anything else before we just go into how much I hated what happened next? Uh, no, those are my notes on the match. Not much and not much positive. <laughs> yep. Yeah, right. It was also, it was only 10 minutes. It's not like... Yeah, there there's was not enough much to for us say to in 10 minutes. like yeah put into content but then this ending like i'm not going to cuz i'm sure we can sum it up more concisely but i could probably rant for an hour if you let me hold on before i like put it more eloquently cuz of course when i'm typing out my notes while we're watching i'm trying to type them really fast and just enough to get the point across cuz when i'm typing i'm not looking at the match so I, I don't want to miss things so i'll i'll make this more eloquent in a second but verbatim let's just see what they have while the, ca- the commentators looking confused as the camera pans to them. This pair of women coming down the aisle look like such heels already. Oh my god, that dumbass teeny skirt that isn't a skirt showing that one girl's ass and then posing for the camera at the ropes before coming in. Cringe. Okay, okay. Wait, hold wait, on. I'm wait. not done. We've done the whole thing. Now shaking their asses on the ropes. Star rating plummeting as they do this. Even while talking with Kelly, one is shoving her ass further into a cameraman's lens. Now we have player four in a silver jumpsuit. Wasn't she a commentator? I'm so confused. So the commentator just hit kelly with her heel guessing she's a wrestler oh look a fifth person who the fuck now a sixth now we're hairspraying people in the eyes this has become a cat fight in a club not a wrestling match literally high school drama this is the kind of shit that sends women back 50 years not just in wrestling just period and kelly's just laying there and taking it come on oh my god the bad mean girls reference just made me puke in my mouth that is my notes for the end of the match so like in this section what we actually got the loudest crowd reaction of the whole match. Because even the crowd's and, like, what is this and, bullshit? And it was when they shaked their ass on the ropes. Which that is That got the loudest crowd reaction of the whole segment was two girls shaking their ass on the ropes. And I hate it because... 10 out of 10 no. women's division. <laughs> yeah. This is not how you empower women or give any more legitimacy to women wrestling by having women like grind and shake their ass on the ropes of the arena and like have sex with it. No, this is not how we do things. I mean, there's a place for this sort of thing. You know, like, I I, I always say this, there's a place for, you know, quote unquote, sexy women in wrestling, you know, but... If there's a whole promotion just about that, then that's great. You do you, that's your thing. But when you're trying to sell us the legitimacy, and again, Kelly's crying because this win means a lot to her, and it's immediately followed by this. Like, you really want to try and make me feel any emotion about this win? You really want to try and make me feel anything for Kelly when you follow it with this? What I was going to say is, like, um, a great example of this is TNA, right? Their knockouts division, which is their women's wrestling, um... They have all sorts of different females. They've got, you know, um, Awesome Kong, who's this, like, huge, you know, black woman who just murders people. She's, you know, an absolute monster. And they've got, like, this huge variety of people, especially ones you wouldn't normally see, think of as wrestling and stuff like that. And then they've got this one girl called Scarlet Bordeaux, whose whole gimmick is that she's, you know, 
sexy and she knows it and she flaunts it. She's like, I'm better looking than everyone here. I'm going to, you know, show it off. And it works because she's the only fucking person in that whole promotion who does it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's when there's a space for it. When you treat the women as genuine people and not just sex objects and you have a variety, just like in real life, there's going to be some where, you know, their sexiness is a big deal to them. You know what I mean? Because there are that, that's a thing in real life as well. But it should be an occasional one, not every single person. You know what I mean? Like, And that's why I say there's a space for it. You know what I mean? It's just... Yeah, this felt, you know, wrong. Because it didn't feel like it was a space for it and it was, you know, natural and that's who they are. You exactly. know what I mean? It felt like, you know, they've been told to do this. <laughs> Complete sidebar, just to remind both myself and listeners that there there is a wholesomeness out there while we've been let down talk about this awful match. James just sent me a stream that's literally all day, every day, a stream just of a room with a bunch of cats in it, ranging from kittens to adults, just like sleeping, eating, playing, living life. And it's just, I'm going to go watch this stream afterward just for like eye bleach after watching this match to make me I feel better about stream, my life. <laughs> I found the stream the other day that was someone streaming a jar of peanut butter. That's Literally that's just weird. a jar of peanut butter. That's weird. And it had 80 viewers. Because the world just wants to meme on everything. 80 people were sat there watching a jar of peanut butter. Yeah, there are currently 231 people watching these cats. Sleep. I mean, that's the most sense, wholesome though, thing. Cats. Yeah. But yeah, so going back to the match, like, yeah, this was just atrocious. Like, when Mandy turned on Kelly and betrayed her, it made no sense because she like spent said, the whole match yeah. talking up Kelly and saying how great And now she's she like, no, I hate you. And it's not even like it was a, like, half-assed turn. Or she, she literally came into the ring, took her shoe off, again, full drunk woman in a club style, took off her heel and beat her with her high heel. Like, this is, and, and that, and then, like, like someone sprayed hairspray in another woman's eyes. They then were, like, like bullies. Like, literally, I saw girls do this to each other in high school. And, like, draw, take, like, hold Kelly down and draw what I'm guessing is maybe their logo. I don't know, but draw something on her forehead in lipstick. While the other one is, like, taking a selfie of Kelly being bullied to post on, like, Instagram. I'm like, this is literally the kind of shit that happened to, like, people, my friends I knew when we were, like, 15. 16 yeah, so this is, and this, this is what you want to put on tv like this is what you want to portray this is gonna be my main sort of point about this as well as the crowd not giving a shit like when mandy betrayed kelly the crowd didn't even react there was no yeah. noise they were totally silent for it but what i was gonna say is the main, main criticism of this right is that it feels like because they're women they do like this high school petty shit Whereas, like, in WWE, where it's, you know, like, these grown men and stuff like that, they, like, fucking run each other over with cars. They, like, try fucking kill each other. They, like, rip each other's nose rings out. You know what I mean? Like, it's proper... You know, they don't mess around. You know, like, they... Or they do things that are actual, like, wrestling moves to the person. Come and, like, pin them or drop them or something. This Again, straight out of high school. And that's the thing, is it felt because they're women... They have to do petty things like drawing each other with lipstick. They have to take selfies to mock them and embarrass them. You know, they have to use their high heels as a weapon. You know, like... 
and the hairspray. Yeah, and hairspray. Like, it felt all so stereotypical high school teenage girls been catty. You know what I mean? Yeah, the whole thing just, like, dripped with misogyny. Even the commentators backed that up by saying they described them not as, like, horrible people or monsters or like that. They said, these bullies... These mean girls. And then and try to make references like, to the mean girls of the film, thinking they're fun and like, I'm up of the pop culture, I'm down with the kids. It's like, no, but it's again, by belittling this treatment and reducing them to like girls, again, it's like, oh, ha, ha, this is just like girls being catty. This is what girls do. Like, that's the overtones it has. It's like, no, grown ass yeah. women settle our problems like grown ass adults, he not with call, this bullshit. He didn't call them monsters. He didn't call them like, you know, dickheads they didn't call them villains he didn't call them any like these he called them bullies and mean girls like and it just sounds even like petty high school drama you know what i mean like even the commentators can't put it over properly like and then and it's also like all right kelly these people are coming in they clearly are gonna fuck with you like what you should have done it would have been great to watch while they're sitting there and like grinding up on the ropes and like making an object of themselves go like grab them by the head and like slam their heads together go like do something over the ropes and push them out in the apron like clearly these girls are not here like kelly also just started to like seem like she just lost 20 iq points the minute they walked I, into I the think, arena and I had no idea, defense to deal with them she just sat there and took everything i think the idea and i don't know if this was the idea but this is what i think the idea was I think the idea was it was meant to make Kelly look tough and a badass. That she knew they had ill intent, but just stood there ready to, like, face them. You know what I mean? But that doesn't work when she looks scared shitless. Like, she looked like she was going to cry the entire time. I was going to say, she, she literally looks like the girl who gets bullied every day at recess and is just waiting for it. And it's like, all right, what are they going to do today? Stick my head in the toilet? Draw on me with lipstick? Like, put a used tampon to my locker? Like, who knows? That's, because that's happened, by the way. That's a true story. That happened to my friend. Girls, girls are messed up in high school. But, like, she, like you said, she looked, like, just terrified. If she was a cat, she would have been, like, just shaking like, seeing the bigger predators just circling, and she was just waiting for it to be over. Yeah, so if you're trying to make someone look badass, you know, they're meant to look, like, angry and fierce, not scared and, like, they're about to cry. And then, also, we had the worst line of commentary I think we've heard oh, in any of these matches. Like, actually, I realize I've been nauseous since this morning, so my new medication makes me hella nauseous, but I, I thought I was actually going to puke when they said it. Like, it just made it come... It made it so much worse. So... Listeners, brace yourselves for this line of commentary. Open quote. There's nothing fetch about this. Close quotes. No, there's nothing fetch about this at all. Close quote. Because I wrote it down too. There's nothing fetch about this. Because they called her a mean girl. Ooh, let's make a mean girls reference. We're so funny. There's nothing. That sentence sounds so wrong coming out of a grown ass adult male's mouth on a wrestling show you know what i mean like uh i was so tempted when i heard that to just end the video there i was so tempted to just rage quit like i would not have blamed you i would have totally allowed the rage quit to happen (laughs) 
and also and, and and again as it goes back to this is a very small thing there are much bigger problems with this ending spot but again my whole pet peeve of just random people again like player three player four has entered the game we got up to sixth we got up to six other people coming into this ring no explanation of who who they were i don't know why they were there and none of them were her posse that she dismissed earlier where the fuck were they if you're her friends or her trainers whoever the hell you're supposed to be i'm sure she you didn't leave the arena just because she told you not to help with the match where the heck are you when your person's getting like bullied and made to look like a child and like those two other women that came in to try help who Kelly, were they they're other members of this women's division right okay but like they looked like total fucking geeks. They did. They looked like such losers. They like, came in, took one move, and then were dead. They literally <laughs> could have been. I like. I almost thought they were just people from the crowd because I would have bought that more, and that would have made more sense than them being we're meant actual to believe, wrestlers. We're meant to believe these people can wrestle entire matches and stay up for the whole thing. Yet here they just like get hit by one kick and are like dead on the floor and can't move. Just, like, you just, really just, just pushing bad. my suspension of disbelief right there. <laughs> like, uh, Yeah, there was just none. This, like, I tried really hard throughout the match, suspension of disbelief, and the bubble kept popping, but I kept, like, re-blowing the bubble around, like, my eyes, you know? And then this ending, I was like, nope, nope, God, not even gonna try. Dumb, hate it, hate everything. This is garbage. Fire everyone whose idea this was. To quote my note that I said about at the beginning, I hate everything about this. Yeah. Because I did. It was just so, so bad. It was, I think you'll agree with me, by far, like, the match itself, like you say, it wasn't, it was a bit sloppy, some of the stuff felt a bit weak and stuff but like that. But it wasn't, like, awful. But this segment after the match was by far the worst thing we have seen yet. It was- it was fucking heinous that's what it was and again it also was extra worse because like i said i was really excited just about at least the idea of kelly being like famous like imagine like because we we watched recently that match with bailey and it's like the little girl being kind of inspired by bailey and like wearing her hair like her and again like strong female role models are often hard to come by across the world in general and i was so ready for kelly to like become some breakouts or be built up because like i said physically she is such a realistic and like much more healthy body image than so many celebrities across not just like wrestling just in the media in general and i was just so ready to like this purely because and like literally as someone who is currently like on a weight loss journey and like has my own personal issues with my body image and like my reactions when I look at myself in the mirror kind of thing but this is someone who kind of looks like me and that made me infinitely happy like this is not a thing I would think I would look at and see a professional wrestler who has any sort of relatable body image at all and then so it was like kind of maybe progressive for women and then this ending happens which like I said literally feel like anyone watching any progress that was made in the mind of any like viewers who are brought up with like more misogynist influences and now have been like you know growing past that nope right back this is just this is the exact kind of shit and also this is the kind of shit that my like the my parents would think encapsulated all wrestling and this was like, what i was brought 90s. up to believe it was straight yeah out a 90s like attitude era style women shit you know what I yeah mean? Like- and it's this kind of shit which is why wrestling was so hated on by my whole family growing up and why it was painted as like the worst thing ever and the uh like antithesis to any 
content that educated people should consume, basically. I read a thing once that said, Ring of Honor have a women's division because they feel they have to, not because they actually believe in it. And exactly. This this, really, this like, proves that. that. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, like, that 100% explains this entire thing we just witnessed, for sure. And the thing is, right, oh, the boy. thing that bugs me the absolute most about it is, this was with New Japan in Madison Square Garden. It was historic. This was, like, the first company to sell out Madison Square Garden other than WWE, like, ever... And this is how they use that opportunity. Yeah, it's the like eyes you had of the whole a world are on you. You are making history right now, and you do this with it. Yep. Yeah. I couldn't believe my eyes. <laughs> Just uh, atrocious abomination. Did they know how many like- companies would kill to have that sort of attention on them? You know what I mean? To have that sort of media attention pointed right at them. People would kill for that. And they waste it on this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, we watched this because Twitter voted and because you told a bunch of uh, the listeners in one of the discords we're in that this is the match I would hate the most and you were correct. Yeah, it's, it's, it can only get better from here. It's like, it can't go down. It's extra though. painful considering we, you realize we went from the old, the first match I ever gave five stars back to back with the first match I gave zero. Like, what yeah. a fall. It's just, like I say, we can only go up from here. That's the positive. <laughs> We've got looking at the bright side, we can only go up from here. Yep. We never have to watch this ever again. Put yes. it behind us and move on. I'm going to forget this happened and I'm going to move on with my life. Use one of those like men in black mind erasers. <laughs> I wish. Do you know what the is it bad is? if I have Sorry, to listen to this back to edit it. <laughs> Sucks to be you. I have to relive all these memories. I'm going to have like PTSD listening to this PTSD. back. On that uh. random sidebar though, you know what I would use the men in black like memory device to do my number one first thing that comes to mind. And I don't know if this is a good thing. Like, what does this say about me? I'm sure there's much better uses. It's like, oh, I could use it to forget about like some people that really hurt me. I could use it to forget about like some abuse or some trauma. What would I use it for? To erase the memories of various video games from my mind so I could play them again for the first time. I mean, that's a pretty good use. I think a lot of people <laughs> So I could get that. that experience of the ending and, and the and stories with, with movies, for the first time. With movies as well, like erase your memory of a movie so you can watch it as if you've never seen it before. Or a TV yeah. show, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's a pretty legit use, you know what I mean? That's what I do. That's a pretty legit use. Because then also we could play, like, one of my biggest, um, not regrets, but things like, just like, aw, kind of like the timing on that was pretty shit because one of the first games i ever streamed like a whole story game through in its entirety was the last of us but it was when i had like shit stream quality streaming right from console and no viewers right and now i only think how much fun it would be to relive that for the first time like but with my jumpiness and like fearfulness of the zombies but also just the truly amazingly emotional storytelling that the last of us is known for with the audience i have now it would just be so good but like i i can't i've played it already i know what's happening and i could re-experience to the moon (laughs) we could we could both re-experience to the moon and it would be so good 
Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Let me check what was um, the second next in the poll. In the Twitter poll, yeah, because I'm thinking like maybe just like move go on, in descending go order. In the descending order, yeah. Oh, and Why next not? up is all elite wrestling. So we're going to get right? to see something much, much better. Yay! Next. And we haven't watched anything of that promotion yet, no, have we? we haven't like because, men either. So no, because when we were doing new. men's singles, yeah, they hadn't really done much you know what i mean because they're sweet new. i'm excited they start on tv uh on october the 2nd oh cool which is hype as fuck because it's going to be legitimate competition to wwe and that hasn't existed since wcw went bankrupt in the year 2000 exciting um so yeah that'll be really good um and you'll get to see a lot of like japanese women's wrestlers because all of AEW's best matches for their women's division have the Japanese women's wrestlers involved oh, because yeah. Japanese women's wrestlers. Um, so we'll get to see some of that. Like, obviously, I wanted to show sort of like, like, originally, I wanted to show, you know, like Western women's wrestling and then move on to Japanese women's wrestling and stuff. But at the same time, I want to try to show you what's a good representation for each company. And the Japanese women's wrestlers are a huge part of AEW's women's division and they use them a lot. So I feel it would be unfair not to, you know, show them at their best. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, for sure. I try to show a great match from every other promotion, so I should do the same for AEW. So yeah, we will watch an AEW match next episode, whenever that is. <laughs> um, uh, I think it will be. Let me look at my calendar. Because again, all this month, I should be able to keep doing our normal nuts a lie um not a, but next week i can do the our normal thursday recording it's fine all right perfect so yeah um so keep an eye out guys follow making a mark on twitter at mam wrestling follow laura on twitter at laura k483 follow me on instagram at hanzo kurosawa because i don't have a twitter but i have an instagram now because okay. <laughs> pictures of miniatures are cool yep. Uh, and yeah, just keep an eye out for the next episode. And I hope you enjoyed our suffering this episode. And also, feel free to stop by a live stream on Twitch sometime because yeah, we do we, those we too. Both, we both live stream. Uh, Love same to see name new faces. as her Twitter, same name as my Instagram. Just yep. give us a follow. And yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, one day I think it might be fun to do a live on Twitch recording of the podcast so we also can like respond to. Maybe like some chat things while we're doing it as well, and but it have to be. be cool. yeah. I I'd want to wait till we've basically saved that for like. All right, we've now kind of had a taste of every promotion yeah, and style. We're fin- yeah, finished with women's, finished with men's. We've done all the different promotions that you think are worthy of me watching, kind of thing, and save it for. You've now had a taste of everything. Now we're gonna go deeper into something or other. Yeah, because basically the idea is the structure is gonna be that we did men's singles wrestling. Then we're doing, like, women's wrestling. And then we're going to do tag team wrestling. And then after that, we're just going to, like, open it up to whatever I decide to show you sort of on a whim. And I'm going to show you, like, certain wrestlers that I think you need to see because they wrestle, like, a unique style or something like that. Or certain matches that I feel you need to see because they, like, stand out for some reason. You know, different. Or certain promotions that I want you to see that didn't necessarily, like, fit into the normal structure. You know what I mean? Um, so that's, like, the idea. And we'd probably want to do that in, like, that open-ended section where we're just watching, you know, random stuff. 
Sounds good. But yeah, everyone, thank you for listening and keep an eye out for the next episode. Bye.